Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? She is the least credible person I may have ever seen on camera. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Guys, not everything is 40 chess. Why can't we just laugh? Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. We all know I'm the number one rapper in the world thanks to Facts by Tom McDonald. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything is a podcast that teaches you how to be smart with your money. As a small business, you don't have the resources to pay the level of overhead and for the level of services that a Fortune 500 company could afford. So I certainly understand why, if you want to offer benefits, the providers of that, that that fee is going to be higher because there's more account management per employee. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sports Coach. I am Christian Horn. It is an absolutely beautiful day. And in this, this segment, we have really covered a lot. We want to give the attention that was due to the victims of the massacre in uh, Dadeville, Alabama, where we lost Phil Dowdell. Phil Dowdell, outstanding athlete, Mr. Dadeville High School, all-around guy, basketball, track, and football. And we want to be able to get you all to understand that these things have a sports component to it. Um, and even when we talk about what's going on in Chicago, that with the teens just taking over the city, there is an epidemic for sure. People talk about mass killings, but there's an epidemic of unruly, untrained, and undisciplined teenagers. And that's not to say that's never happened before, but now they're bringing guns to a argument. And so we do need to heed the fact we need more conflict resolution skills developed with these kids. We need parents to be parents and to hold them accountable. And and ultimately, we need tough laws because these kids have to be able to respond to to the law. And if they're not afraid of the law, they're not afraid of anything. And for me, this all comes full circle because people say, what does it have to do with sports? Well, you got student athletes out here getting killed. And at the same time, you need to understand that if you don't head this off at the high school level, it's going to go into a college problem. And it's going to go into a problem that can spill over into our college, our college arenas, our professional arenas and, and, and in the stands. I was aware of a, of a, of a, a baseball game this weekend where the fans just started fighting. In the stands. <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying to pull that story up now because it just came top of mind. It was a baseball stadium and there were adults. And I don't know if someone spilled the beer or what happened, but the way they resolved it was simply fighting each other. 
And it was pretty magnanimous. It happens often. You see this often. And so there's something going on in our society. Even when you go to a game, people are very, very triggered. And I know you've seen it, and I've seen it as well, where people out in public, they may not use guns, but they'll throw things, spit. And the women, uh, this is just not a situation of young boys, but the young girls have been, to me, some of the tougher compadres. I'm hearing from principals who tell me all the time that the girls are more vicious than the boys. I don't know. And I've got Gen Z. I'm fortunate enough to have him here to talk about today. I I don't know if this goes on with you, Gen Z, but the girls aren't softies anymore. They're pretty tough. What's happening down in your generation? Uh, yeah, you you partially got that right. Uh, yeah, I've known a a, a group of, of of girls. Are uh, they're definitely they're not softies anymore. They have that uh, they have that fighting mentality, and uh, they want to be equals to men. And 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 that really? part is what they is what quote they say. I guess. Um, what word they use? Uh, equal to men. You know. <laughs> you, are you saying that they were fighting against other boys, or they're just doing this to be? be fighting against other other girls to show they're tough oh well both both you, you know majority in high school i remember seeing the fights that would happen and they're more majority it would be against girl uh girl against girl you know and so uh I, I can definitely see where you're coming from chris but i also have seen you know they're you know like my girlfriend she won't even a lot of times she won't even speak in public and she doesn't want to have that confrontation Really? So she's non-confrontational? No, she's non-confrontational. So there is a, there is a threat from girls that girls are becoming very aggressive. So that is a thing. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. I can see that. It's kind of amazing because you would think that girls would probably be less confrontational, but I have been getting reports from teachers and from other students that it's not the boys that you have to worry about. It's the very hyper aggressive girls. They're not scared and they really and truly have taken on a, like you said, they want full equality. And I think full equality in their mind means that they want to solve their problems somewhat the same way that they see boys solving their problems, right? So if you see boys punching, hitting, or whatever each other to solve their problems, then girls are going to start doing the same thing. Wow. What a time that we live in. This is, this is, this is one of those, those times that are very, very, much uh where you scratch your head you look for solutions we talked about last segment you know conflict resolution is a it's a way to try to start going down the road because if not this is going to impact sports we saw it happen this this um this past winter when we were talking about alabama basketball and and brandon and miller and the whole situation where you know the young lady got killed on a college campus um, and, and we here in this situation, Miss Kiki down in, da- in Davel High, she gets killed and she was on her way to becoming a student at uh, Alabama in six months. And now she's dead. Um, this is very, very sad because, like I said before, I mean, this whole thing with Brandon Miller, to me, I knew that you're going to have um, it's going to have some impact. It just does. People don't understand, especially in the black community. It will have an impact when they see their heroes do something. It doesn't even have a race to it, but younger people, period, when they see their heroes do something, they get a little bit lax. Uh, if he could do it, then I can do it. And Brandon Miller has a lot of fans out there, black and white. He didn't shoot anybody, but he did bring a gun. And I do believe that this whole conversation around the gun 
needs to become a responsible conversation because if you removed all the guns, I still think people who have a, a way to hurt you, they're going to hurt you. And that's just how it's been since the beginning of time. It, it just, that's just the way it works. And I just hope that, you know, a lot of kids these days, this is the reason why Kelsey, I'm a big proponent of sports because I think sports, what it does, it gives you a certain discipline that you may not, that you may not have. I mean, let's, let's, let's talk about it. I mean, you're young, you're, you're a young, young Z. If you didn't have sports in your life completely, and let's just say you didn't have to go through all the high school sports, but in little league, you went through some discipline sports and in the big cities, sometimes they don't have a whole lot of sports because they don't have a whole lot of fields and stuff like that. But did sports give you a type of discipline that kind of helped steer you in the right direction? I know you weren't perfect, but did it help you coming up just knowing that you've got some disciplines that you picked up through sports that would help you with conflict resolution and those things like that? Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I, you know, I, I can still remember lessons that my dad taught me or other coaches that, uh, it, it just, taught me something that I don't think I would know without playing that. Um, my dad coached me a lot and he taught us a lot of life lessons through that. And, you know, so did other coaches, you know, and, um, I still, uh, one of my buddies, his dad was my coach for a lot of years. So in it, and so I definitely had a personal relationship with a lot of them that we're close with. Uh, and it maybe had the life lessons. I think that, it brought me and made it a lot easier to understand than it did in the past. Uh, without ba- without baseball, I don't think I would have had those lessons. So yeah, Chris. really. Mm-hmm. And you know, I also I wish I would have stuck with football. And that was another one. I didn't stick with football. I think I had one practice and decided to quit. Uh, but I think I would have learned a lot more discipline through that. I think you're right, man. It's it's interesting because having those disciplines can take you to different phases and stages, right? It, it, you know, if a kid who never has played on a team or never has a history of, you know, sportsmanship and that sort of thing, this is what it can become. It becomes everything is a fight. You know what I'm saying? And if in fact your dad did not, my dad taught me too. He was coach, coached me as well. But now I'm thinking that we need to have all types of sports for all types of people, man. Meaning, even if you don't play baseball, if you don't play football, sports can have a great impact on this society. It It is not the all, but I do think it will be very helpful in certain communities. I mean, but then you've got the guy who doesn't make the team. You've got the guy who isn't good at it. So he kind of feels ostracized or the girl. But I do think, and I worked with some folks last year, right after the pandemic, to try to advance esports in schools. I felt like everyone can't play a stick or ball sport or shoot a basketball or play golf. But I thought that if we could possibly have more competitions with things that kids like, like, you know, video games and advance that and teach the same type of disciplines, hard work, uh, fairness, um, having conflict resolution through the game itself. And I thought that would probably give us a leg up that, hey, there are a bunch of kids out there who may not be the most physically gifted to play those types of sports, but I think they're gifted enough where they, if they got involved in esports, that would help them in terms of saying, hey, listen, 
I'm still an athlete. I'm just playing a whole different sport. So I'm a big, big fan of finding spaces and games that everyone could participate in. You know, and, and that's it. But then on the other side, you have situations where people are taking drugs or illegal drugs and there are kids who, who may get high or, or may dabble a little bit. And there's kids who are church kids who never do anything. And then you've got those kids out there who have got to be high. They've got to be drunk. They've got to be the extreme. And they have a lot of pent up anger or whatever. And they'll take it out on other kids. They just will. And I just hope that we can, that we can try to elevate uh, and move up and use sports as a factor. I don't know if you all had esports in your school, Kelsey, but it's, it's just an opportunity to expand the list of games and sportsmanship beyond baseball, football, basketball, and try to get people competitive in things that they like. Maybe you all had it. Maybe you didn't at your school. What do you think? Well, Chris, we had uh, eSports was kind of on the come up just as I was graduating in my school. We were a little late on that one. Uh, they had implemented, I think, uh, literally a year after I graduated, they had implemented an eSports team to the school. And I was kind of left out of that. I think I would have been interested in that. I'm a, I'm a big gamer myself, especially in sports games. And, uh, so I did miss that. But, Chris, another point I wanted to make and go back to is, you know, you know, you're right. The built-up anger, a lot of kids have it, and I, I put a lot of that in the baseball. Uh, my coach, probably one of the best coaches I ever had growing up, taught me a lot of life lessons, helped me up when I was down a lot of times, and he would always tell me, take the anger out of the ball, and he would make me so mad in the baseball cages because I was hitting, I was not hitting well. I was in a slump. I could not hit well at all. wasn't even hitting foul balls anymore. I was just going one, two, three. I was out. So when he got me in the cage one day, he was telling me, get mad at the baseball. He was literally like, you have to swing, and I'm going to make you so mad until you hit that baseball. And you know what? It worked, Chris. I, I don't think I ever had a better year after that when he helped me out with that. You know, that's interesting. So are you saying that, you know, through sports and having this outlet, and I hope parents who are out there listening have relatives, have, you know, nephews, nieces, grands themselves. Um, there has to be this thing, you know, whether it's baseball or esports, which you are interested in advancing it, because it even proves that kids who are good or quote, quote good, you know, uh, who are mannerable, who are kind, who never cause trouble, who don't have many problems. You look at the shooter in Louisville. His dad coached him in middle school. I mean, he was a kid who was six foot four, good basketball player. He goes on to Bama, but something happens and something snaps. And for me, I think that that's why, you know, the whole opportunity to learn conflict resolution throughout different phases of your life, it gets different. If a conflict resolution for a six year old, it's different from a seventh grader and that's different from an 11th grader. And that's different from a person who's been on their job for two or three years. It, there's different kinds of conflict resolution and you can learn to build those skill sets through sports, through games or just general conversation. I'm, I'm also very much driven to help solve the problem because 
the whole thing about blaming the gun, if you, and I'm, I'm at the mindset, if you take away the gun from everybody, I don't care if it's handgun, I don't care. We had a guy when I was growing up, I was telling this, I was telling this story to a friend just yesterday. I had a guy in my community who had this pent up anger. And this guy literally used a high power uh, rifle, BB gun. And the day that he shot my friend was a day that we were just going to have to fight. Because at some point, what you've done is you violated the rules. So we've escalated this to shooting with that. And he, he always had anger issues. He couldn't, he couldn't cope. He had no coping strategies until he was an adult. And it was one of those situations where he, we were in a fight and he went home and got a blowtorch. I mean, this guy was a good guy until something snapped. He had no ability to control his anger, which had nothing to do with our friendship. Everything to do with something else was going on in his life. People need an outlet. They need to be able to talk to people. They need to have a strong relationship with God or be in a church or get some advice from someone in the church to try to de-escalate who you are as a person. And that would be helpful. The, the guy who was in my neighborhood who never got control of his emotions, his problems and all the things we just talked about. He's on death row right now. He's on death row because he ended up killing someone because he's the guy who never could do conflict resolution. Well, we'll talk more on the other side of the break. We'll talk in our final hour, and in the bottom half of the hour, we'll start scrolling. This is Christian Horn, and this is the Sports Church. I'll be back soon. Showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 